there was yeah. a little part. Yeah, there was a little part of me that kind of got into that. Then I was like, "Oh no, stop the music! Stop it! Stop it! Stop, stop, stop it! Stop it!" I was on so, a different page. I come back in, and I was like, "Oh crap! <laughs> the countdown!" But there you were, digging. Yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that timing was a little, a little off this week, right? It was a, uh, it was not right on the. Oh! moments when it when it usually uh, yeah. uh, goes through so welcome back to another episode of the deductionist podcast ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in at our irregular time uh, we uh, normal service will be resumed um uh, uh next time i couldn't think of a posher way to say that but normal service will be resumed soon um uh, our, our grenadier guard uh, interview um uh, it fell through at the last minute because he was having major technical issues with cameras no. breaking and all sorts so we figured rather than just do it to some kind of arbitrary profile picture that would be in there We'll just stick a pin in it until he's sorted, and then we'll bring him back, uh, and then we'll we'll get it covered. So for today, we mm-hmm. are we, we we're going to have some fun today. We're going to have some fun. So we've spoken we've spoken uh, a, a good number of times on this on this show about how we can use all manner of things from everywhere to practice our ability to think rationally uh, about problems, whatever they may be, whether they be the people that we're reading, the case that we're working, or any kind of mystery that we are that we are set. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're bringing back um, one of our guests from uh, a previous episode. This gentleman is known as the Prove It Guy, so we felt that it was... Uh, that it was kind of appropriate for him to be uh, coming back and helping prove us prove things, prove helping well. us prove mysteries uh, aren't as mysterious as they would ordinarily appear to be. He's yeah. a dear, dear friend of ours. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the one, the only, the Mr. Liam O'Neill. Yay! Fireworks, fireworks. The hell are they? I actually have some, uh, don't, don't panic, don't panic. That's just the sound effects that were going there. It's just the sound effects. The people in the background of your house. Huh? I thought it was just loads of people in the background of your house clapping. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, you know, like the, the, laugh, the laugh tracks that you get from sitcoms. I thought they were real, like real no, people laughing no. at how they, humorous they, hire they were. They know they hire them oh. from me. Uh, I've got well, that makes sense, page, actually. Uh, in the living room over there. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the the whole thing today is is born out of. I'm 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 hearing myself in the reverb. So guys, if you're experiencing um, any sound concerns yourselves, that's that's precisely what we're having. Uh, I haven't just got a, a twin of sorts that's saying the same things after me somewhere in the background. But there we are. So we're going to look at some uh, we're going to look at some mysteries today and how we can take steps to try and to try and break them down, right? Because that's the nature of what a mystery is. It wouldn't be puzzling if it didn't engage you emotionally, right? That's what clouds the judgment. I'm not going to say the classic phrase. Um, so, um, Liam, so Liam, yes. What what, what, what kind of what, what kind mysteries of and puzzles and problems do you encounter on a daily basis? Um, the term mysteries is it reminds me of a story of an old client I had that I'll not go into. But if I snigger ever so often, it's because of that. <laughs> That's like dangling a fish hook out there and going, no, 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 we got it, we got it. I know, but then if you ask, then it's your fault, not mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in in my life, 
at the, at the minute now it's the mystery of how people achieve the life that they want to achieve by doing things that they think are new and magical they're like i tried this new magical thing like diets for example i work with a lot of people who are trying to improve their health or like mm -hmm. i'm going to do this magical new diet here it works you know well, who told you it works if it's new that it hasn't been <laughs> tested repeatedly has it these things have been tested over and over again um so that then in my kung fu world like i i lived in the kung fu world because of all the mystery that always like i met all the masters and some of them looked like they could float and some of them were doing incredible mm -hmm. feats of madness and i was like what the fuck like, how, like so i stuck <laughs> around for you're still doing all of the vagabond stuff right because that's that's as is a is a spectacle that's, that's yeah. visually mysterious for some people yeah that, that's where where my performance came from them was watching the masters and realizing that i could do everything they're doing and more and mm. i could actually make it a, perform it in such a way that people really want to engage and watch and learn and just me breaking a brick as an example might be completely mysterious to a person but just in their mind going fuck if he can do that maybe i can yeah. do yeah. whatever it is that they're struggling with so um remember the time whenever you first saw me break a brick i thought nobody was watching i was just testing the bricks <laughs> And I heard a gasp and I looked around and I was like, you're not meant to see this, go away. <laughs> so let, let me tell you that story from my side, right? We're at Anne Jackman's house doing Vagabond 2, it was. It's already raining, so it's already like a, a, a scene from a movie where just a, a group of guys are gathering in a car park to just kick each other in the bollocks. Right, that's, Good times. That's that's pretty much that's, what that's we did. What we did. And, then we, and then we've had like a, had a, break, like or a break or a lunch break or coffee break or something break like that. Or something like and that. we've we've and walked, we walked out of the kitchen door and gone around the corner and just, just casually, like this kind of expression on his face, just just smashing bricks. These are these are genuine bricks, and they're in half. They're not scored or anything like this. You know, they're, they're genuine house bricks. And there was me, and I forget the name of the guy. He was a big fella. He was Irish as well. We, we just kind of sat there. Uh, Anthony also. Yeah. Um, we, we just sat there and went. What? What? Yeah. What the f just happened? What? <laughs> That's kind of what happens with mysteries, though. Whenever, like, whenever I was taught it, it was all mystical. Like, you were fucking mm. masters and... You had to do the tea ceremony and all the madness that came with it. And then when you learn the technique and you learn how to do it, you're like, all right, now I know how it's done. It's no, I don't need to like do all the, the showmanship for it. So because you've hey, never Dave, seen it before. Just to jump in, sorry. Jump Dave's in, sorry. here. Dave's Hi, here. Dave. Hi, Dave. Hello, Dave. Carry on, mate. Carry on, mate. <laughs> so, so it's because you had never seen it. Um, like whenever you're selling it, especially if I'm teaching the course, you want the mystique of it because it... If I, if you didn't know me and you just saw me break the brick, you would assume well, that's easy. It's the mystery that sells it on stage. Like it's the mystery that makes you want to learn it. It's the mystery that makes it um something you want to perform. Like you know, in the world of magic, whenever like you, we've all met them, we meet people that they you do you do we jam session. They're like, how's that done? And then you show you, you tell them how it's done. They're like, all right, mm. <laughs> all right. Magic. I remember at a gig doing a, uh, a routine and a guy seeing me and being like fuck that was deadly how'd you do that and i was like well 
this is the technique, but it takes a lot of time to, for timing and practice. And then I looked over about 10 minutes later and he was doing it to a group of people. And obviously <laughs> fucked it up because he didn't have the time. And he came back, that doesn't work, that routine shit. <laughs> no, no, your shit. Yeah. Routine. <laughs> I would never say that. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you miss the direct? Never. <laughs> <laughs> so they're the sort of mysteries that my life mystery so mysteries and anyway, i had a client that was released from jail and in the jail he was in it was a really terrible jail and they didn't have toilets in their cells so at night if you pooed you you did a poo and then you wrapped it in, in tissue paper and threw it out the window and if you were if you were really bad your punishment the next day would be you'd have to go and collect the mysteries <laughs> So, so every time I say, I, the word mysteries pops in, um, that story pops into my head. That's been in there for like 15 years. So, thankfully, I haven't had to deal with those mysteries. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> and everyone laughed. So, yeah. Mysteries. Fair enough, fair enough. So, the, the way this is going to work, we're going to start to... I mean, essentially, what's come out of that then, right, is, is in your opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's no real mystery or puzzle or whatever word you want to call it, you know, that's less fecal-orientated, um, with, without some kind of emotional entanglement. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Like okay, so okay. I, I've I've got a mystery. I've got a mystery, uh, uh, got a mystery uh, to, got a show mystery to show now, now um, and um, we're we're going to try and figure this out throughout the course of the episode. Cool. And towards the end, I'm going to tell you how how I'm going to tell you the the kind of solution as well. Yeah. Right. So this is more of a mystery for you at this stage, Adam, because Liam might be familiar with some of these methods as it as it involves these. This way around. Which is, which cards, is, I've seen them before. Yep, cards. <laughs> nothing, nothing mysterious <laughs> about cards. <laughs> <laughs> so there is um there is a there is a, there is a classic that we will come back to later that has become sort of almost archetypal of a mystery uh, within the uh, within the magical uh, and mentalist world. It's known as the Burglass effect, and and this this is a version of that, right? Uh, and it, it's basically involving playing cards and numbers, right? So we know that there are fifty-two in here, right? We know that. We know what they are. I mean, I've not put any jokers in or anything like that. I've not been that much of a bell end, uh, so it is. It is just a standard fifty-two. So, Liam, all, all I want you to do, sir, is to just think of a playing card for me. Anyone you want, right? Uh, because I'm hoping that the number you are going to name shortly, the playing card that you're now thinking of, is that far down in the deck. Right, so if you were to name, like, say, uh, the ace, the two, the three, something like that, whatever it is, it would be like 15, 16, 17 cards down, whatever it is that you chose to name, right? That kind of thing. So, in your own time, just name a playing card out loud. I won't do anything, I'll keep them right here. Just name a playing card. Oh, your sound's gone there, mate, completely. Four speeds. Four of spades. There we go. Um, and then you just just get a number in your head. Change change your mind as many times as you want. 
between I mean, one and fifty-two. Between one and fifty-two, <laughs> because if you name a number like four million three hundred sixty-four thousand seven hundred twelve, it's going to take some time for me to get to the end of this mystery. But I bet you have that many cards about your house. <laughs> I've, I've got that many cards about my person. Never mind the house. Uh, a number between one and fifty-two. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. And yeah. they 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 felt like free choices, right? They are free choices. <laughs> yeah. Or are they? I don't. Why did you say felt like? Or... So if. Oh. Um. I may have wrapped up a little poo and put this in here instead. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, see, this, 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 what, what I actually did is, is I, I forgot to put the rest of the deck in. I only put in one card. Get the hell out. Ooh. But the, but the interesting thing about your number is... <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that. That would be considered a mystery, because to to paraphrase Ricky Gervais from the Invention of Lying, I've just shown you something that isn't. <laughs> right? And you just taught me how to say his name correctly, because that's not how I said. So, two things you've shown me. Um, Dave, no Uno cards. No, 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 no Uno cards. No, no, no. And sigil, AM, VS. We know my voice is echoing. There's nothing we can do about it. So you're just going to have to put up with my voice or Adam's voice twice. Or it's an opportunity to practice that Bruce Lee technique that you always talk about, where you block out one thing and listen to another. So just block out Ben's echo and listen to his original low voice Lilo and I didn't and pay I him, didn't to, say him to say that <laughs> not yet <laughs> yeah, I'm going so, to pay him in like chocolate and alcohol and cigarettes and all of the things that he loves yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what weighs more a ton of feathers or a ton of bricks Depends which one hits you in the face. <laughs> Does that affect Does that it affect way more? more? Uh, psychologically, yeah. <laughs> but re realistically, then, is, a, is, a, is an answer to a riddle, what weighs more, a ton of feathers or a ton of bricks? They equally weigh the same. Exactly, they're both a ton. We, we forget we, the we fact forget that, the that there's, there's feathers and bricks involved, considering, considering they're polarizing opposites. Right. What contains right. What more contains calories? Four hundred calories, calories of jelly beans, jelly beans or four hundred calories of kale? <laughs> <laughs> they're the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, not nutritionally, though. Which, not nutritionally. You no. Know, no. Not nutritionally. <laughs> Some people are sticklers for that one. But... <laughs> if you're talking about calories as a singular entity, there's, that's the that's that's the same thing. There's the 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 immovable uh, qualities of, of the, the same levels of energy. So, I have a number of mysteries to show you that we are going to to kind of break down. Are they Adam's mysteries? The mystery is how Adam has put up with my shit for so long. Because it's wrapped in toilet paper. So, Adam, as a choice, do you want to look at the video of something that apparently confirms possession? 
Do you want to yes. look at the the, uh, the video of something that I like from Penn and Teller? Do you want to look at somebody that's floating? Or do you want to look at this this Burglass effect? Possession. Possession was that, sorry. Okay, here we go. So just to give you the context. He looks a bit scared when you said that. Like, I can see the fear. But that's it because there's little, there's little rolled up pieces of toilet paper leaking out of him at the moment. Um, so just to give you the context of where, where I found this video, this is apparently something that was recorded on CCTV in China in a supermarket in 2016. Uh, and it, it, it went viral and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, I'll, I'll put the video on and we can talk over the top. But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll pause at particular moments as well. So uh, here it is. Little lady in the supermarket. What looks to be a board game falls off by itself. And then she looks like she's contemplating buying it. Oh, maybe I'll buy this? Nah. Oh. <laughs> oh. There he is. This is when the flash mob comes out and everyone starts popping and locking and stuff. Why is the woman in the other corner sniffing the box she had in her hand? Tin foil or something? She's not the woman. See, this is the thing for me right right away, right? Now, if, if you go back to the beginning, watch watch the woman in the, 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 the kind of white top with the, the white hood and whatnot. Watch, watch. This was the first thing that I spotted. Watch her. She sniffs this box. That's what she does. Yeah. Doesn't, and doesn't react to that. But... Doesn't react when that falls down, but she's constantly checking afterwards in terms of what the woman is up to. Anyway, we'll, anyway we'll, we'll, we'll carry on. We'll, carry on. we'll get to watch, we'll the, get kind to watch of, the kind of all of this kind of stuff. Kind of stuff. Ghosts that possess people always hate holding shit. They always <laughs> throw it down, whatever it is. So she's down on the ground. That was that was next number. Just having a, a think as well, Liam. Are you able to mute your side until you speak? Does that work? Hey, so it's it's not a temporary fix for the problem, right? But if you notice, the 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 whole way round, that woman only freaks out when somebody gets close. And he gets quite quiet as she starts to make contact. Boom! So you get the reaction of the lady uh, in the white coat as well. Mm. Well, you're, well, well right, the woman right. seems a bit performancey. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, doesn't seem to be jumping to her to her aid. It could easily be a seizure, couldn't it? But she yeah. approaches it like it's paranormal, yeah. as if there's a setup, sort of context happening. Yeah. What do you yeah. Is the fact that she's in a white coat, like in the way they take you away in a white coat if you were possessed, does that have anything to do with anything? <laughs> Off she goes. Here we go. Let's let's uh, let's carry on. This is when Michael Jackson's Earth song comes on. Uh, uh, <laughs> there he is. Uh, 
classic. Somebody's already filming it. But a thing that came out of this as well is the video that's been filmed on a mobile phone was never posted, was never seen anywhere. Mm. And it was a in a home. Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Oh, he's got the head. And he's armed. Point number four or nine of this. I haven't been counting. Why um, is there somebody that immediately knows how to interact with her? Hmm. Why? That seems oddly convenient. Yeah. So there's two people already seen. From a safety perspective, like sitting cross-legged in front of someone that's swinging about and wheeling about. Yeah. Not not very safe. Like. Yeah. Immediately think medical first, medical issue. And no one seems to be doing anything of the sort to, to aid that point. They just seem to be, let's sit across from her and see if we can communicate. Nobody's called an ambulance. No. <laughs> right. I will find it on my phone, yeah. but I will not call an ambulance. <laughs> we, we get, we're, getting to, we're getting towards the good stuff, the apparent proof. Yeah. you got the guy in black who needs an ambulance. <laughs> This is the big jump scare that happens in the movies now. Maybe she didn't post her video on her phone because that, like, electrical surge. No, she's still videoing. She's still filming. Yeah, no, she's back. You are fine now. Oh, dear. And, uh, I'll film. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the end of that one. Like Apparently, that was that was considered proof. Proof. <laughs> but for me, this is this is Elisa Lam all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever watch that, Liam? The uh, the Elisa Lam thing. Was it at the one in the coffee shop? No, no, that. But that's no, a good that, point, to bring, point to bring up. The, the, um, I think, it, I think that was a one the, around the time that Carrie came out. Yeah, yeah, promote. Yeah, Elisa Lam was that chick that was freaking out in an elevator, apparently seeing ghosts and whatnot, and then people found her floating in a in a in a water tank at the top of a hotel. It was a it was a Netflix documentary, the one at the Cecil Hotel. Do you ever watch that? Nah. <laughs> Remember, I come from a country where they did all this sort of shit all the time. So you're like, like I knew a priest that still exor- did exorcisms. So you're like, what? not watching somebody float up a fucking elevator and a deprivation <laughs> tank at the top of a hotel, floating <laughs> on sea salt, going, I'm possessed. But that's, that's what we've been saying so far about this stuff, that that apparent proof of possession, like if you take out the whole moving signs and um, uh, the, the kind of fuzzy little thing that happened on the uh, on the CCTV camera, if you take out all of that, you've got nothing but street theatre. 
Mm. Right, you've got somebody yeah. reacting at downward points and, and jump scares um, and the like. Uh, granted, very well directed. <laughs> very well directed. There's a particular oh, musical score that would go with it. What are you saying, dude? I say they put a few horror films to shame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. My pitch was that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, Lee, Lee, what, what do you call that comedian? The English comedian? That's what you say. Lee Evans? Lee Evans. Oh, no! What was I doing? What was I doing? <laughs> Either that or um, um, oh, Joe Pasquale. Joe Pasquale was the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Famous for singing, I know a song that will get on your nerves. Um, but fortunate for Joe well, how, Pasquale. How does that go? Um, if you just, if you enter, um, uh, the dragon, the dog hits that song. It's like, yeah. see, don't live interaction. If you enter J U S T I N space B I E B E R into the YouTube space bar, you'll just hear a ton of songs that get on your nerves. That's, um, <laughs> that, that's, that's what you hear. Uh, but, but Liam for you, mate. Is that is that proof of possession? What do you think of that? How would you bust that mystery wide open? Um, pro- with everything that we just said, the fact that they everyone nobody jumps to react, nobody's nobody runs away f- afraid either. If a fucking possessed person appears in front of you when you're shopping in Asda or yeah. Aldi or wherever, you're going to be more reactive than fuck that person's possessed. Where's my phone? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the fact that it did like like a chi master seemed to appear out of <laughs> yeah. nowhere and Putting the hair back, thumbs on her head. And then <laughs> it caused what what was that surge? Was that that he explode the entity? Did the entity leave? Did he kill it? Like what 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 was so, going on with that surge of energy? That, so in, ter- in terms of the video, the description was that um, that was apparently an exorcism, and that was the yeah. demon leaving to go to. Uh, but that, but the, so what goes that? It fucking left and it just goes somewhere else. So it's, like at least the Ghostbusters catch it and put it somewhere. Like they're gonna have to go out. Where that fucking? Oh, he's way over there. And um, I again to people that don't believe, you don't have to. Blow it out of the water. You just go look at that, and then they watch it and go, "What the fuck?" People who do believe, you go look at that, and they go, "See, told you." So, I, I think just watching it, you would know. It's either very coincidental that a chi master arrived, and the other guy, like the other guy that was there, should have been the first person to interact because he was the closest to her. The girl, she didn't do anything. She just sniffed her bacon foil and then landed over and that's what it looked like it looked like tin foil and she sniffed it that's about the threw me the most that's distraction techniques there you know what's one and it just been something falling off the shelf and that woman going nuts that would have been more to their advantage of it coming off as a possession it was the other people that sort of gave it away in a way that sort of opened the curtains to let you see behind the scenes there what was going on. Less is more, I think. They should learn. Was it like a Jumanji type thing? Was that Jumanji that fell off and when she picked it up she got possessed? <laughs> like is that like 
why was the demon in that box? <laughs> So I don't know how to answer your question, Ben. I don't think. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the video, then, dude? Adam, sorry. Oh, Crap. Um, basically, the same as Liam's. Like, you, and, and yourself. It's street theatre, isn't it? It's it's the people and uh, their reaction to it. And I just, it, it's quite funny how it possessed. What was it? A pack of velvet sheets. <laughs> I, I, I first thought it was nappies to be honest with you like maybe it sort of maybe it got trapped back in the sheets again for the next to come along <laughs> yeah but but that's the thing you're asking yourself what can happen versus what can't happen versus yeah. certain you know kind of societal expectations of the particular culture over there or the, the 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 nature of somebody that's in trouble or in distress or might need medical help or something like that Right, yeah. and you're you're asking yourself what must be true of that situation going forward, and what must have happened to lead to this this situation occurring. And the if if you look at it like um, a, a film of sorts, yeah. you know, there's there's the uh, any kind of film builds to a crescendo. It, it it has these little kind of nuggets of of mystery to carry on with the metaphor. Yeah. Uh, little little nuggets <laughs> of mystery, you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> and then uh, and then it builds to the big reveal at the end when the toilet paper's unwrapped and it's in the shape of a crucifix. Um, yeah, from there. So, <laughs> Liam was about to weigh in on crucifix shaped toilet paper. What, what, what's quite interesting because I'm muting and unmuting myself, it's like having a weird sensor, like whenever Adam was talking about. The demon getting trapped in the sheets my brain was like i hear you're a demon in the sheets adam but because i had to press the button <laughs> i filtered myself so i've never had a filter before and this feels like <laughs> it's weird because like ever instead of just coming out you're like you have to press the button maybe i'll see you say that <laughs> so see this stream this stream started off so well and now it's just devolved into what an animal adam is in the bedroom i like how it's ending i'm not gonna lie you, you can just know to look at them it just looks like that's happened already yeah. <laughs> well you are writing the follow-up to 50 shades of gray are you not 50 shades of possession sir <laughs> So all in all, that's that's what we're thinking about this, right? There's been a hell... Hang on, we've got a comment. Here we go. She puts her hands down to protect herself when she drops. If you had no control over yourself, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. Same, with the same with the seizure. Beautiful. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> I'm looking at her profile. Looking at her profile. And I, yeah, I was going to answer that. I was like, what? yes, running out of fucks does count as cardio. <laughs> It's kind of tiring, you know, to have to give them out all the time. So, <laughs> yeah, Chloe, spot on, spot on. But this is this is how the 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 kind of uh, the curtain can be pulled back on anything that you know might vex you or confuse you or you know alienate you or something like this. The second you become involved emotionally, 
you can't see the wood for the trees. The second we step back from from all of this process, we, we, we caught the person with the phone, we caught the interaction, Chloe caught the behavior with the seizure, we caught that no one uh, messed with an ambulance, that the, the ghost demon whatever had an affinity for sheets, maybe he was doing up his bedroom, maybe it's the demon that's attached to Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. I mean, who knows? Right? <laughs> at, at, at this stage, apparently anything is possible. Um, I so it, exactly, exactly. Um, that, that that man's like, hair is immortal. <laughs> Which, I thought my I, hair was immortal. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time, Liam, when we were both like Prince Charming from Shrek. I had I had proper Chinese. Like when I was doing full on kung fu, I had the kung fu top knot shaved at the front and full on top knot. No, I, like I went all out. Yes. So you were doing that before hipsters stole it from you. Yeah. Like I had once upon a time in China. That was I watched it and was like Wong Fei Hung. Well, I'm gonna be fucking Wong Fei Hung. That's me. That's it. Fucking shaved my head. Was great. And then uh was working in a bar and an excited child saw me and got all excited and was like, oh, Liam, I'm seeing race. And then jumped up and grabbed my ponytail and tried to swing on it. And I nearly fell and crushed her. And I was like, I'll just get rid of that now. Because I thought, imagine if that was like... Because you were expecting a pandemic of swinging babies. No, but I was thinking that I worked in an aggressive bar and I was like, fuck, imagine some fucker grabbed me by me. I'd be so ripping. So I was like, I just get rid of that, and then it never grew back. That was my punishment for shaving. Samson, <laughs> I was Samson basically. Well, have, have you ever seen Shanghai Noon? Yes. Well, you never well, cut you a night's nice queue. Nice queue. You don't do it. Yeah, but no one room. No one room. He didn't live where I lived, so I was like, it's safer for me not to have this. <laughs> so carry on, yeah. night. Yeah. He did, he, Jackie Chan did go to China in the foreigner, um, uh, go to Ireland in the foreigner, excuse me. Um, I would imagine I've been to China more than a few times anyway. What is like... Chinese? <laughs> yeah. What a, um, what a stupid here, thing to say. James Bond did a good Jerry Adams. Yeah. You mean from Sinn Fein? Yeah. That's As basically in... who he was playing. Like, that's who James Bond was basically playing. What do you call James Bond? Daniel Craig. No, the other one, Pierce. Oh, Pierce, Pierce, who was in the Foreigner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was playing... Got you, got you, got you. Got you. Yeah, yeah, he had the grey beard and everything, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I believe we've um, we've kind of we've kind of tackled that mystery for everything it, it appeared to be, which is vacuous, empty, uh, immoral, disgusting, and... Not Enough really, about my hair. Not, yeah, and not really worth our time in any way, shape, or form. In essence, that mystery was the TV show Love Island. Um, <laughs> so, so, Liam, it's now your choice, mate. Do you want to tackle uh, my favourite Penn and Teller routine? Yes. Somebody that can apparently. Okay. <laughs> you started with my favourite, so obviously, yeah. Um, it is. It is. Unashamedly, my pen, my favorite pen and teller routine, and my pen and teller routine. My pen and teller favorite. My pen and routine favorite teller. Whatever. Is that the mystery we, we try to work out? Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm like a, a newfangled Yoda. I just say all of my words out of order. That's all it is. 
so, oh, so the, the thing the thing that I love about this is just the very end piece of the routine. Everything else up until that point, I can kind of follow, but the very very end, I'm like, oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. But like for those that so haven't, let me kind of kind of jump in. For those that haven't experimented with sleight of hand, I know you have, Liam. Right? How hard is that to do? When your hand is, when your hands are wet or moist or it's teetering on smut right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're back in Adam's bedroom right now, Ian. Uh, relatively, considering to the well, like what's going on at the time. Uh, yeah, the one of the just to jump back further. I love that he got someone that doesn't know how to react. It's one of my favorite things on stage because it it's makes it so easy to win the audience over because they they don't really know what to do either and if you get someone on stage it's like oh <laughs> look what you did when they don't know what to do and then you go then everyone sort of relaxes so i i love that little bit as well but i what he's doing with moist hands like yeah <laughs> so what i'll do then is is well i mean we can chunter over the top but i'll let i'll let the full thing of this run so we can try and engage ourselves emotionally so the mystery can be complete, so we can try and miss certain things. Okay? I do like the fact that I like whenever, whenever Teller is pretty into whatever production he's doing, his back leg kicks, kicks off like Morecambe and Wise. I like that it, that it also makes no fucking sense at the minute. It's just <laughs> turning water into coins. Like, <laughs> so it doesn't have to be logical. No. I like this bit. One for me, or one. For, and the woman's like, "What? The, what are you doing? What's happening right now?" Flashed a bit. Oh, this is the bit that's coming up because the the, the first part of it. Arguably, that's the most important thing that sets up the second when you're looking at mysteries and, and puzzles. I'm, I'm sorry, I'll call them puzzles from now on. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just going to pause this from now just uh, <laughs> for this comment. I'm led to believe the entity was getting the satin sheets for Adam's bed. What? That is true. And it's open to options. And, you know, just reach out, Adam. Adam's only fans open today. Just Adam, one sheet. See, this is just as much of a puzzle for Adam because he didn't know he held an OnlyFans account. Well, me and you have been building it for so long. We wanted to get it running well. You've, you've been doing the footage, and I've been doing the admin. <laughs> I like how he threw me under the bridge. Like I'm just doing the footage, like some creepy guy in your bedroom. Go on, mate. You, you do that. That's fine. Uh, anyway, that's why he's always under the stairs, isn't it? This bit. 
Yeah. The most ineffective blowjob of all time. That's the end of it. There's something sexy about about straps, isn't there? <laughs> well, then, well, then. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll, we'll try and we'll release try and that release as like that a, 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 a masthead or, or a tagline for this episode. Do it. Ben, Adam, and Liam <laughs> set down to tackle problems. <laughs> There's something sexy about straps. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember the name of them, but you know. Braces. Braces, braces, brace yourself. Arguably a little less sexy now that they're called braces, right? No, like, think about Adam wearing them and just telling the ladies to brace themselves as they... In my starting sheet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so all, all I want to know at this stage is where the fish come from. And the only thing, the only thing I have to work on at this stage is the direction at the end that the fish are, are coming from out of his hands and his elbows. Like, if you watch um, the, the, the first dip, I don't know if he's about to do it. Yeah, so watch his elbows. Dip straight in. No bother. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'll try again. See what happens. Now, what it, it particularly is right elbow. That was very purposeful. Maybe the fish, maybe the the fish aren't real. And they're like them, you know, them wee balls that you put in water that expand. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's got them, and then he tossed uh, the water, and they expanded. I think that maybe, maybe that is that, that, that many fish, fish. Or just shoved up there and released them all inside. <laughs> Slither down his arm. Maybe there was no trick. It was just really gross magic. <laughs> A man can harbor goldfish. <laughs> a man harboring goldfish in his pits. <laughs> the I find I find it whenever it comes to magic, I, I, I always go to stupid stupid answers, so I don't get accused of anything. But if we're if we if <laughs> but, we are well, looking well, for let me, things, let me just address that quickly. Then, right? Let me just address that quickly before you start. There is a there is a kind of the hate movement of exposure of things that features on YouTube. We can't do that because we're not stage illusion illusionists. Everything here would be nothing but examining the mystery of what's happening to try and figure out the possibility of how we might do it. Ultimately, we have no clue. We're trying to theorize an end game. That's a fucking get out of jail free card, there, boy. No clue. Whatever I say is just invented. So. <laughs> Thanks for completely nullifying that now. <laughs> uh, that's the mystery how we get through this. <laughs> um, I I like the idea of people looking at things for what could conceal things. So you're you're talking about his elbow. One of the first things my attention is brought to immediately on the stage is the different color light behind that water. Like that. Why is that there? Like. Yeah. It's not it's not illuminating the water in any way to make it be like all right that's clearly water it's doing something so it must be doing 
something else. Mm. A mirror. 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 Yeah. Got mirror halfway. A lot of mirrors, lot of mirrors thinking from the chat now. Keep going, Liam. Keep going. Follow the train of thought. I, I, I was just then thinking of the mirror. Then how would we explain why his hands aren't mirrored? Mirrored. Mirrored. Mm. But like that, that's like, that's the thing of refraction. Like, like uh, uh, colors refract in water when, when they're when they're imposed they're with additional light sources. Light sources. Given the fact Given that the there was so much movement, there's nothing that can backtrack. Whether he did dip his hand behind a mirror, scoop some out, and then drip him out between his fingers. Like, there's nothing that says that that couldn't have been a thing. Yeah. Um, it could be just he's a genius. Like he's. Like, I, I think he's Gandalf's second, second cousin. Yeah. Twice removed. Yeah. Twice removed. Yeah. I mean, the, the it reminds me of uh, out and about one time before. We I forget where we were theatre in Dursland, and you met uh, someone who I used to know, and you did a trick for her where you basically. It was, I think, coins in your hand, like sleight of hand routine. Mm. Uh, and she was in a blazer. Uh, sorry, you were in a blazer. Mm. Uh, and I remember after you did the the trick, we you kind of had this conversation with her, what we're having now. We're trying. She was trying to figure out yeah. what exactly happened, and instantly she went to mirrors, but mirrors, your blazer, you like in the elbow area. And it was so like that would make it more common. <laughs> like what? Like we seem to go to the end of the earth and make it more fascinating than it probably needs to be, doesn't it? <laughs> like, there's probably a much more simpler answer. Yeah. Then that's that's Occam's what? razor. That's Occam's yeah. razor. Uh, doctors have it in terms of if you hear hoofbeats, you think horses, not zebras. Uh, right. That's that's that's. The have you ever used a mirror? Have I? Yeah. This morning when I was shaving my beard. Um, it clearly I like didn't do it's like it doesn't look like he did a good job you still have a full beard there. i was trimming it you suck you swat um <laughs> but have you ever used have you ever used a mirror in in performance, in a performance? no i have yeah, yeah. i was like it. everybody keeps talking about it i am going to use a mirror uh I couldn't you, think of how I was going to do it. You guys shoot the breeze as well. You well, keep shooting the breeze. I'm going to do the unprofessional thing and just nip to the loo. Um, so I, I, I was asked to do a school, and I thought, fuck, this is a perfect time to do a mirror. Like, and it was when Harry Potter was really, like, up and like everyone was loving Harry Potter. So I made this fucking contraption that I could make it look like I could float in no. front of the audience. And I had a I had a get out plan that obviously I just thought it would go to shit. They would laugh at me and be like, "There's a mirror." The one time I used a mirror, I was like, "Right, they're gonna call me, and then I'm gonna do something spectacular." Yeah, yeah. They didn't call me. They went fucking mental. So I had to <laughs> go with it. I was like, "I'll just go with this. This is the best." Except one you kid. You feel lucky that you couldn't you plan and see. I thought they were gonna I thought they were gonna call me. There was one kid, fair play, then there was one kid and he looked uh, and it must have been the angle and he probably seen himself and he looked and he looked up at me and I just was like Fair play to me just shut his mouth. He just sat there, didn't say anything. And then um 
about so about it and you threaten them. <laughs> and then about five minutes later, they all reappeared, screaming, crying, and, and like it worked a dream, but like it, it was yeah. perfect. And they, you missed the story, Ben. But the general just as everybody was safe yeah. and fine, and nobody fully was on fire. <laughs> uh, basically, I, I made a floating device out of a crisp box and a mirror thinking that they would call me on the the mirror and i'd be like haha but it's the one time you used one and, and the one time the one gig i haven't been accused of using some sort of mirror i was like well <laughs> was that the climactic but i did it you did uh this is an interesting thought on the uh, on the fish as well anyway uh. is that the reason for the light I thought projection w would be a way of doing it, but then you just think of how shit it would, the projecting, the fish all drop to the bottom mm -hmm. and hovered around the bottom. You would make a much better projection and also you could have different fishes and not just all the one fishy. Yeah. You're just wriggling out a shark or something. Well, like a finding dory type, like... <laughs> different, different ones like but this is the thing this is precisely what we're highlighting as part of the process right emotional disengagement means we can be more mnemonically prepared to be attentive to the details the the big points of particular mysterious elements that occur of particular things that stand out about a person or a scenario or, or a situation so that we can examine them within the context of what's happening. The reason I mentioned the way that they uh, were produced at the end, because there's all this, this kind of movement that lends for, for, for this at the end. And we think that the fish are coming out of here when reality, he's just scooped out previous ones and done this with them mm. to give that impression that there is continual fish being made ah. yeah Crafty. i mean that's that's what I, I mean i like i said we're only theorizing what did you do with the tv screaming screaming and really but then again i suppose it goes back to what liam said about it could have been any other fish then but that's the thing do you make the projection any other fish uh, like, you know, a bunch of different fish, or do you make it all the same fish to purposely tackle thoughts that would be entering about how it's done? Does making it all one fish therefore yeah. make it all this, you know, a, a different kind of puzzle? Or, you know, there's there's many different things to tackle. And these are the same think, transferable, same transferable elements, that elements that we're thinking about for any kind of people reading, people reading process. process. I think whatever you do, if there was different type of fish, we would be sitting here saying... I would have done the same fish so they blend better and people aren't as noticeable. If a fucking shark appeared, you'd be like, oh, I would have done a dolphin because of this, this, and this. So <laughs> it, it's... <George>. The one, <laughs> for for me, the, the solving of the, of the mystery isn't in the why, it's in the how. So you're not like, why would you use this? Why would you... It's, I don't give a fuck why he did what he did. I want to know how he did it. But again, theorizing, so we don't know, but... Yeah. <laughs> but but this is the this is the fun property. Most people would be like, oh well, we can't confirm. So how can we know that the process we've taken is the correct one? What we are practicing is the first couple of steps of of thinking laterally and logically about a problem. 
the end game is the confirmation. If we're making sure that the correct process is undertaken ahead of time, if we're drilling that to become fast and natural and as accurate as possible, given the level of information that we have, then the end game in terms of the eponymous answer, whatever it's going to be, is is going to change dependent upon the context of the, or the situation or whatever it is that's happening at that time. That that we rant reminded me of when I first started um, working with you and you were teaching me different ways of observing different jobs and stuff. Mm. And I was doing it. And then I remember coming back to you and saying, right, I think I think that person's a nurse because of this and this. And I think that person's a construction worker because of this and this. But how the fuck do I know? And you were like, well, ask them. And then I started doing that. So I, I had practiced the, the basics. So I so then I would go, right, I think that person's a nurse because of this, this and this. And then I would just go over and say to them, uh, excuse me, are you a nurse? And they would go, yes, thanks, bye. <laughs> and then I would just leave. <laughs> um I was actually talking about this the other day in my group. Um, I was saying, because people don't like talking to people, and I was saying, there is a get out. You can just pretend you're doing like a survey for the college or something, and no one cares. But uh, I think that that's where, whenever it comes to the mystery, people overlook is they wonder how it's done. They look for the first video on YouTube. That was a deadly trick on Penn and Teller. How do you do that? Oh, you do it like that, right? Look, I contemplated. ages ago but i just didn't have the time to do it and then thought it was just going to be a waste of whatever time i did have but doing fake reveal videos but making it seem like really real like this is how it was done this is what this is the way they did it this i know and 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 then do the routine again using my lying method hidden behind (laughs) the real method and be like see because people do that they they, want to know but they don't want to learn the steps and that's what 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 kept me not that you were just so uh, nice and gentlemanly and handsome but the fact that like your stuff worked and was good uh, and i enjoyed it just uh, so for any, i know there's people that watch you that are doing your courses and, and are interacting with your videos and trying your stuff it's always worth finding out if you're right instead of going away thinking like many people do we meet that are deadly at stuff like we've both done martial arts you meet the martial artist it's amazing and you're like well do you want to do a wee sparring session they're like uh no <laughs> like, oh, you... i don't want to get remember... punched in the face like i'm all right yeah <laughs> i remember saying it to a doorman one time that tried to put us out of a out of a nightclub he talked about karate and i looked at him and was like oh you're a fucking armchair karate man He's like what do you mean i go you're stand and then i just started ripping them apart your stance is off the way you're looking at me is wrong the way you've approached me is wrong you've done martial arts but you haven't been doing it for a while and i imagine because your instructor quit i was just a guess but it's usually why people give up (laughs) your your instructor quit and you haven't been practicing you're out of shape and you're just trying to push yourself around and i was where i was dressed like a super geek is wearing like a blazer and a, a superhero top and i went on a rant about that too and i was like you fucking only looked surface level, but you didn't look at the way I'm standing, the way I'm interacting with the, with the room and the way I'm looking at you. And then he became my best friend because I demonstrated the push <laughs> with him. I, 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 showed, I said I would prove how bad his stance is compared to a proper martial artist. And I did the push and I did the one standing on one leg being a wanker version of it. And he's like mind blowing just just in case you don't adam the the push push is you you've seen me do the push as well you know when i stand there and i have like 13 14 people trying to push me over and they can't liam taught me how to do it 
All right. Like, he can do like a special kind of, <laughs> come at me, bro, <laughs> where he's standing where he's on standing one leg, on one doing, leg. It. doing it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite is the standing on the two crates of eggs. Because just the fact that I'm standing on the eggs, first of all, it, people are like, oh, but I'm just pushing you into the ground. I'm like, well, I'm on fucking eggs. I'm on 12 eggs. So how's that working? And then I stand on one leg and then they're blown. But um, back to my original point, which was like, it's all well and good looking at the mystery and Googling once and going, oh, that's how that's done. Or the people that do a Rubik's Cube via watching a video and they're like, I can do a Rubik's Cube now. And you're like, no, you can't. I do rock. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, you're doing nothing to help his ever-growing ego. This is disgusting. <laughs> Here, it's it's not ego if it's backed up by factuality. Like I'm, <laughs> I don't have an ego for beautiful hair. That's not going to happen. No, no, do I? I'm I'm not egotistical in my abilities that are practiced, trained, and repeatedly tested. So, take that, ego man. <laughs> But I can come across as a cocky wanker, so you know, <laughs> each to their own. People, are Liam, Liam's them. actually got that on his business card. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. This is a T-shirt, to be fair. <laughs> it's not ego if it's backed up by factuality. I mean, but that's factually correct, right? That's factually correct. It's not ego if I can actually do it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Would, would that not would that not be the definition of a of a puzzle itself? Like, is somebody really just megalomania personified, or can they actually do what they can do? Like, um, I mean, I'm, Liam's Liam's experienced a, experienced it a lot as well. I'm sure you get many people going like, "Come on, have you really done everything that you said?" And then you start to you start to talk to people who've actually been there when you've done the things, or you've 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 shown photos, or other people getting involved. Then you're like, "I to to be honest, when I get that no, I just laugh and agree. Fucking hell, I can't believe you caught me. You're the first. And then I just move on because what's the point? I remember doing a talk. I I was invited to do a talk for the Irish. I wonder. Fuck, I don't care. I was going to say. I wonder if should I say where it was, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Irish uh, Kinesiology Institute. Um, so I did a talk about business, and and I'd been doing kinesiology for fourteen years at that point. I did a full talk about how to set up a business, how to get clients, how to organize everything, how to be successful. Blah blah blah. Any questions? First question. Because I, I talked about positivity in your business and whatever, and the guy's first question, yep, no bother. How much of that was bullshit? I was like, all of it. Yeah. The whole lot. <laughs> the you whole can leave lot. now. Like, you, it's back to the, the very first video we watched. The people that believe you are going to believe you, and the people that aren't, people that don't aren't. Like, you, mm. you could try to convince them, yes, I did break a chopstick with my throat and then run half a ninja warrior course you run that fuck up like that's on right. tv i saw it happen i have the, the i have the official like you, you do all the training you do all the madness you got a and then... puzzle book next to your darren brown book by the way yeah okay also, <laughs> the... um and then Jackie down, Chan's the book. down one down one i know but a jackie chan's book as well Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Sherlock puzzle book. Yeah, 
it's a really nice book. It's got a soft, like it's oh, spongy. Spongy. The book beside it, it's good enough as well. Like it's yeah, quite a good, it's quite a good book. For those that don't know, know, that's my book, Speed Deduction. I wrote. For oh, dedu- I thought it said Speed Seduction. I thought it was Adam. <laughs> All right, Speed Deduction. <laughs> um, so, where was I? <laughs> I tell you what, right? We've 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 been going for an hour. Let's let's tackle the next mystery. Who? Uh, it's Liam's turn now. So, uh, no, was it? No, Liam chose Penny Teller. Adam. Oh, that's my other thing. Ratiocination. Nice. Brilliant. Continue. Yeah. So the Penitale, uh, Adam, I choose Penitale. Yeah, Adam. The the things that we've got left is um, either the man that can apparently float, or the burglass effect. It's got to be the burglass effect. Burglass effect. Right. Let me bring up the number scene of this. Right. So it should be this one. Here we go. See that all the cards are completely different. Let me show you. Okay, it's just a regular pack of playing cards. What I want you to do is to hold the cards in your hand. Okay. Now, for those that now, don't recognise these, these celebrities, that's Martin. Is that Cuchin. Angus? Angus Deaton? Is it? No, no, that's actually. No, that's actually um, uh, no he's an impressionist. Uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, his name's name? gone from me. Oh, sure. He began with an A. Uh, anyway, yeah, Angus. Ang- no, no, that's Angus Deaton. <laughs> Angus Deaton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like she was in Love Actually. She she was the Prime Minister's girlfriend, Martin McCutcheon. Was she not a um, but, singer or something as well? She was in EastEnders first, but she did musical theatre for a while afterwards. Um, Same as myself. But but isn't that the root of everyone? But the whole, the, the, the whole first thing, for those that don't know, Mark Paul is the mentalist in question here. And um, he was the guy that almost had the TV gig before Darren Brown got it. It was Mark Paul was the first choice. Uh, Darren Brown was actually second choice. Um but I, I've always liked this uh, about mentalists uh, or magicians. Same thing. So I've 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 got these cards. It's just a pack of pack of cards. It's an ordinary pack of cards. It's just a pack of cards. They're all fifty-two cards. There's all fifty-two cards. Can't you see them? It's just an ordinary pack of cards. It's a pack of cards. There's there's only fifty-two of them. Can you not see they're all ordinary? Do you want to? Do you want to there's no that? jokers. No, there's no jokers. There's no joke. You have to throw that in at some point. Somebody did that earlier. Oh no, never mind. I, I've always loved that bit. <laughs> Um, here we go. Let's keep going. Your hand on top of them, if you want. Okay. Martina, I want you to think of a card. Get a card in your mind, okay? Mm-hmm. You got one? Yep. Let me try this. Let me try this, actually, just to see. Uh, to check. Adam, have you seen this video before? No, I haven't. Liam, have you seen this video before? Liam, you're probably better suited to answer this question, but we'll, we'll see, right? If you could think of, you guys, if you could think of just a common card that you think every woman might name, regardless of, you know, all of the kind of 21st century wokeness that goes on, right? All, if you think of a, a card that an average woman might just go, bang. Bear in mind, this was like early 2000s, so it's an entirely different era at the time. What, what card comes to mind? Out loud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ace of Diamonds. Ace of Diamonds. Liam, you were, you were muted for that one. Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts. Uh, we, we have the name we, Alistair the name McGowan and Martin McCutcheon. Oh, yeah. I knew it, I knew I knew it, began, it began with an A. With an a. He did, but who uh, the fuck did, was I thinking of? 
Who the fuck's he? Of the, uh, Angus Deaton's the guy that used to present Have I Got News For You. Alistair McGowan, uh, he did an impressionist show with another woman impressionist. Her name was Ronnie Ancona. Uh, but yeah, she was funny. Uh, anyway, moving on. Moving on. And Michael, I want you to think of a number between 1 and 52. 33. Yes. Okay. Adam, quick, what's the number? I might have ruined this for you because it's not a numbered card. Ah. Well, what's your card? Just name a card. Oh, okay. Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts. Yeah. So, yeah, not a number. That's fine. Queen of Hearts. Is that you can okay? have. Yeah, yeah, you can have the Queen of Hearts. All right. Um, give me a, num uh, a number between 1 and 52. Give it another now. Mm -hmm. Eight. There, there are these things that when you start looking at mentalism, uh, uh, there are commonalities that occur that that you can take that you can take advantage of. Like just to qualify as well, I've no idea how Mark Paul does this. What he's about to do, no idea. I'm 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 merely theorising at the properties of things that you could possibly look at to solve the mystery of what's about to happen. If, if you know, that. yeah, if if you know that ninety percent of women are going to name the Queen of Hearts, boom, that's that's a great thing to work with. When you ask somebody to think of a number between one and five, ninety percent of the time they go for three. If it's between one and ten, they go for seven. If you ask them to think of a stringed instrument, it's usually a guitar or a violin. If it's a vegetable, it's a carrot. If you think of it, a, a color, it's usually red or yellow. Like these are the things that pop up time and time and time again. Uh, just incidentally, men have the same thing as well. Uh, we usually go for the Ace of Spades. A lot of the time when we're asked to just name a card, uh, Ace of Spades, because it's cool like that song, because we're all simple yeah. creatures. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Eight. Mm -hmm. I haven't touched those cards. If the eighth card in that pack is the Queen of Hearts, that will be unbelievable. It will be. Because there's no sleight of hand or anything like that. I literally haven't touched the cards. But you see, what I have done is influence you say the eight of hearts and influence you to say the number eight. Because, Alistair, if you count down eight cards one at a time on no. the hand. No. Queen of hearts. And you said ace of hearts. Sorry, queen of hearts. Queen you want of the hearts. queen of hearts. I want the queen and you of want hearts. An eight down yes. I think Adam's influencing Mark Paul quick. here to make him say an ace. Okay. <laughs> I still haven't touched them. All oh, right, okay. Um, no, I think we're, we're fine. Yeah. Count down. Okay. <laughs> we definitely All haven't right. rehearsed this. One. one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is the eighth card. We're looking for the Queen of Hearts. Queen, not the Ace, the Queen. Show everyone. Queen! <laughs> <laughs> what happened? How did you do that? How did you do that? You sounded like Adam Sandler. Like Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, that, that was what I was going for. <laughs> so, how did he do it? Anyone? How the fuck did he do it? Bueller. 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 Magic. Anyone? Is it magic? Is the answer magic? Yes. <laughs> Is no one going to tell me how he did it? <laughs> I, I, I'll... I didn't want to. You know? <laughs> Adam, you can go first. I'll. You, as the non magician. Okay, I mean, this might be, arguably, this might be more interesting. Adam, you filmed a number of episodes of The Deductionist uh, with me, mm -hmm. right? So you know how we might set up certain things. If I mean, yeah. I, 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 again, like I've never hidden anything. There are some things that we, we did, and those will be, if you go back and watch the episodes, those will be the things that I reference as a trick. 
That's that's mm. to try and make myself feel comfortable as a performer. Anything else, we'll just try and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so much of our filming, by the way, is started with, ah, fuck it. Like, <laughs> nah, be right. So how how would you? not really knowing any kind of magical properties or you know things of that era um how how do you think you might do this kind of thing uh well without setting it up beforehand i know that i've seen you before if we haven't met somebody like you've had to place the idea in there yeah Right before, not directly, because again, after time, that influencing doesn't always work, does it? We've like, no, God, it's, no, like, oh, it's like, great, yeah, and it's got to be like back up, and there's a way you've got to turn it around, stuff like that. But then sometimes, I don't know, maybe, do you think it, as he said, has he influenced? <laughs> has he done the work? <laughs> has he, or is it, that's what I would go down? That, I mean, that's fair. Again, just to parry, like I have no idea how Mark Paul does this, and I think the reason the Burglass effect is such such a huge thing is because there's no sh- like clear cut step by step by step by step by step method to take. So long as the named card appears at the right number, the mechanics that's used to get it there it changes depending upon the performer. I think that's that's the real reason. There was an interesting article online from the guy that put this out. I think his name... Uh, 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 he, no, I don't think he's... Like, it was David Burglass. I was about to say that I think it was only about 10, 15 years ago uh, that mm. the article came out. He was the original International Man of Mystery before Austin Powers assumed that title. Um, uh, can't uh, replace that. Yeah, uh, but but that's the thing that he there was an article written where this journalist went to interview him about about the um, about the Burglass effect, and it was apparently written that Burglass went into his deck, uh, got a deck of cards out of their drawer and whatnot, went through it, put him down, asked him to think it off and put it down, and he counted out the the right number of cards that he said, and it, it wasn't at the one that was named; it was the one after, you know, yeah. like and so these kind of stories embolden the kind of this might be real this might be true this these kind of non-fixed uh methodologies of getting it there kind of strengthen the mystery of being alive so that's that's the reason that we brought this up here is because there's there's no one you do this then you do this then you do this uh, mm. every every kind of person has an, their own way of doing it and that's an absolutely definitive way of doing it you know you might also do uh you know the the pre, it's it's referred to as pre-show uh and the like when you when you do things before you know the actual recording starts or before the theater show starts um mm. and the like oh i i'm just going to pop this out as well a couple of the, a couple of the ladies in the comments we've got this um uh, Chloe Green, what card did you think of when he asked? And Chloe Green answered, "Queen of Hearts." Queen of Hearts, right? Queen of bloody Hearts. It 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 happens. Like yeah. there's it, there's nothing against anyone or for anyone, but it, it happens. Like if you put yeah. pressure onto somebody, they'll back into that corner. Yeah. How would you do it, Liam? Uh, my my question would be how. Did he get the card wrong when he was chatting to her? Because once you think that, that was happened, on purpose or by accident, I know I do stuff like that on purpose when it fits the theme of what I'm doing. But he did that. If that was on purpose, I think it 
personally, I, I think it damaged the effect rather than made it better because mm. he's saying I planted it in your brain when we were doing X, Y, and Z. And then he says the wrong card. So when it turns out that it's the right card, you're like, all right, so how, so you, you thought you planted the ace, but it got the queen, which is the one, so you didn't. It doesn't add up. Whereas, mm. like, say if you... Say if it had been where she was like, all right, no, actually, we'll stick with the ace. And then it was the ace. Then that uh, would make that, that would be perfect. That would make perfect sense to me. Um, but because, because of the way that happened, there was no there was no alternative outcome here. Like it was going to be the way it was going to be. And that was that was it. Um, Pre-show is what I would suggest because he has no handling of the deck after he starts talking. Once the deck's out of the hands, he's no control over it. Um, I do enjoy how terrified people get when you start to do mentalism, when they're used to magic. Like, everyone does what they did in that video. They repeat it. I want you to think of a number. Think of a number. Yeah, I want you to say the number out loud, out loud. You want me to say it out loud? You're like, like, they want to make sure they get this. eye contact in mentalism, isn't yeah, it, at all? Yeah, they, they, they just look like deer in headlights. And even, like... <laughs> Adam did it whenever you said what what card do you think it is? Do you want me to say it out loud? Like you know, we're, we're always whenever you're not in it, you're always trying to make sure you don't fuck it up. You're like, uh, are you sure? Is that what I do? And it's the only time I've ever done this routine and it's went wrong. When I do things like that, where I say stuff like, "I wasn't at eighteen that you said," and they go, "I want them to reiterate." No, no, I said twelve, and they go, "Yeah, eighteen." And then you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I got a polite person, not a rude person. This polite person's going with me on this. And then you end up, the whole thing's fucked because you tried to be, add a wee bit of pizzazz to it. Um, That's whenever you end up doing card to pocket. Oh, yeah. that fucked up. You know why that fucked up? Because the card's it's not in my even pocket. Here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then you leave and never go back. Um, yeah. So it's what happened with me in Blackpool. <laughs> personal joke i apologize of which we never speak uh, so, so like you said there's there's millions of ways of doing that so that protect if you if i was doing it in that environment that particular way i would do the whole like this is going to be wild born on, on stage. So can we just do this first before we go on just so it saves time and then make it nonchalant and, and then do all what needs to be done and then on stage. I'm like, so if you just do that and you just do that and this just happens, then shazam! That's what I would do. <laughs> would you do it like you the kind of like Maharaja as well? Yeah. That was my version of Penn and Teller, like <laughs> telling people how they did the routine without telling them. So, so uh, you, you ate a sandwich I, I, and you had four beans. Do you know what I mean in the person? Yeah. Like, yes, fuck. How, how, how do you think my mystery works, Adam? I mean, I can like if if it wasn't set up beforehand, I can only assume if something was happening on screen, you somehow could get the cut. I know it sounds daft, doesn't it? But does it mean like a code? Like he was like baseball yeah. thing me? <laughs> Box drop out of shot at any point. Yeah, you hear the noise. Uh, right, the glasses. 
<laughs> like, do, does does anyone in the comments know how uh, how I did how I did it? I mean, that's depending if anyone in the comments was here right at the start when I when I when I showed my mystery uh, uh, at the start. Give a quick recap whilst they're writing. So the recap whilst they're writing was I showed this deck. Uh, I, I I'm much in the same way that Mark uh, asked people to think of a playing card and a number. I asked Liam to do the same. I uh, I looked inside the box. Went, oh my! Oh no! How terribly silly of me! I was like, I've only got one card in there. It was the card that Liam named, and the number was uh, was was right on the back. Eighty-one. Eighty-one. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's, it's, I was thinking that's such a. I'm gonna remember that for the. Oh my god! Oh, what? Yeah. Um, it's the second coming. So that's the good thing about these mysteries when you know. Stop giggling. That when you know that uh, emotional entanglement is part of, uh, is part of the kind of contract that you sign as somebody who's going to view. Uh, a magic or a, or a performer or something. As soon as somebody gets a deck of cards, that you go, oh, here we go, and you're all you're already screwed. That's that's precisely what's what's going to happen. So um, the the reason, like Adam at the start was going, yeah, no, that's oh my god, whatever, oh god, it was because he's engaged the call we're about to see a trick we're about to see something awesome when reality i i just text liam beforehand and said i'm gonna ask you to think of a card name the four of spades and when, i'm gonna ask you to name a number name 18 that's that's precisely what happened that's the message, the message. and that's i message acted that i sent to him perfectly yeah I, I think <laughs> you, were the, you were the you were the you were the perfect confidant to have i, I love that that no. adam I'd be able to deduce if you were doing something like that. And yet, no, go out there a yeah, trick, magic words, and boom, answer that. That's what I really enjoyed about it. Like you've been around Ben for years, and, and well, like you, you've been at magic conventions and stuff, but yet you still have that wonderment. Once he started doing a trick, you were like, clear out all this logical shit I don't need for this moment, and just be in the trick. And that's one of the things that you miss as a magician. Yeah. Like apart from people like Michael Murray, every time you meet him, most of the time people show you something and you're like, oh, that was really well done. And how you did that was great. And the thing that you did with the thing was good. You don't yeah. have that like, fuck, that was awesome. Like I remember when I really noticed I had it was, remember somebody did a thing with a Rubik's cube and you sent me the link, Ben, and I, I watched the video and just sent you back how I thought it was done like two seconds later. And then it was right. And you're like, that's oh, not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed <laughs> to enjoy. Like I try to do it now. So I try to switch off to watch Penn and Teller or Fulos. So I'm like, right, these are all new invented things. So hopefully it's right. something new to me, but I love seeing that's people a, like the way Adam reacted. That's. It is about the magic. Intact. Like uh, when I've been editing, some of the web series and there's an effect in there that Ben's doing and my partner Becky she'll be passing through, see it on screen, and she'll watch it. And she'll be like, wow, that was that was great. And I'm like, oh right, so this is how he does it. And then I'll just turn around and be like, play like and she'll be like, no. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never managed to tell her because she'll say, Well don't tell me. Like, you'll okay, just ruin cool. it. Thanks, Becky. So, yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, oh right, okay. But then it's really good how he 
oh, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> in a sense. But, but, but that, yeah. that's that's that yeah exactly that's that's the thing that we that we that we take out of this right the more we start to examine mysteries and puzzles and problems for precisely what they are uh stop it now because i can just see your, your reaction liam now that we all know the story uh when we start to examine them they become less emotionally significant so we can examine the move the moving parts for precisely what they are and that's the reason why we go through so much training to to control our brainwave states and control our emotional entanglements ta- entanglements so that we can see the world and the people and all of the things within it for precisely what it is and how it's being shown to us um here we go uh, <laughs> next shall be escape from the water torture <laughs> no um i've i've already done that with puzzles and um me and adam have sort of a plan to go and try and film the next step of that and i'm already i already don't want to do it uh, <laughs> so to go fully fledged is gross gross sometimes i text you after you've done things or said stuff and i'm like ben you still have to be a live human after like the, all this stuff. So, what what was the thing that, that was you, silly that you text me after I stayed awake for two days to do a memory game? Something along the lines of, "Yeah, it's all well and good you did that, but it's fucking stupid for like life and living and the fact that you're going to die." Sometimes you don't listen to me, as in the rope. Remember the rope? I don't think uh, you should yeah. do that that way. No, I think it'll be fine. I don't think it will. It'll be fine. It wasn't I really fine. Lost my hands. <laughs> <laughs> which isn't hyperbole. Which isn't like that's like that, that nearly that happened. Nearly we happened. had a guy we that was training to training carry his own body weight for a marathon, was he? Yeah. Yeah. You had you had a full CrossFit gym and one of them was carrying his own body weight and running a marathon and he was a big guy, like he wasn't he was like a, a small huge guy. Yeah. Carrying full carrying equipment, not just stuff, but the equipment that it was on and the whole thing just across the gym. Basically, as as an exercise, <laughs> it wasn't even sort of. <laughs> it, it, the thing that got oh, me about no. that guy is when the squat rack was in the way, so he picked it up and moved it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you still didn't listen to me after that. You're no. the monster man. No, no, I'll be fine. But like my, I, I stand by this though. I still nearly lose my hands. I held all eight of them for about a second before I went, "Holy shit, I'm about to die." And, and cried excessively, <laughs> cried for, excessively the for the rest of my time, time in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Before, yeah. Before on I mean, that's, that is what happened. I could not feel It looked like your shoulder was about to rip out. Yeah. I yeah. Like you went. I couldn't feel these for easily two weeks afterwards. Like, at all. I could still move them. No, I was moving them. But to do this, like, I couldn't feel that at all. It was. Yeah. So when you see the photo of me like this. Uh, this way around, uh, me like this on the on the camera in the episode. Uh, that's because I nearly walked into getting my hands ripped off, contradicting Liam's perfectly sound advice. Uh, <laughs> which, when, yeah. you notice, when you notice, the other version, the other version in the episode is me and two guys, and I changed the re- the way the rope was as a result. <laughs> we learn from our mistakes. That's <laughs> that's one of life's little mysteries. Why we need to. A- Make mistakes <laughs> to learn. 
That's it. Right then, guys. I uh, I hope you've enjoyed this stream. It's been uh, it's been a fairly laid back consideration. Uh, so thank you, Liam, for getting involved. Just um, as a as a as a final uh, kind of discourse, if people uh, want to get in touch with you to learn more about uh, the, the the proper control of their dietary outlook and their mindset in relation to health, well being, fitness, all of that, all of that stuff. Where can they find you? Where can they track you down? Every everywhere I'm at on as the Prove It guy, or you can just look up. You'll find me through Ben's things, Liam O'Neill, or the Prove It guy. You'll get me on YouTube. Every device that exists, I'm there. I'm omnipresent. Yeah, including the gramophone. He's on the gramophone as well. Yeah. Um, so Only fans. Go. Me and Adam do a every weekend. Me and Adam do a live stream. Phone <laughs> with satin cloth. Trying different possession techniques. <laughs> So when this goes out as well, I'll put Liam's links uh, in the descriptions below. Um, but that's it for this evening's festivities. Thank you all for joining in. Um, we hope you enjoy tackling your own mysteries, and we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you very soon for uh, another episode of the Deductionist Podcast. Uh, hope you're all keeping safe and well, and making smart decisions for those around you. Uh, eat some more jelly beans. You'll enjoy them. <laughs>